calling all patriots. The time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. All right. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards, and I am live here on 103.9 FM WYAB. Streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app and Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, if you miss any of this live, you can always download the podcast and listen to me on demand anywhere in the world. Today is the 694th episode of the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB. Man, time flies when you're saving the world. How do y'all expect me to be a white guy and save the world? <laughs> Fanny Willis will be in court today. Fanny, Fanny's going to be getting beat up in court today. I'm going to put a whooping on that Fanny. A spanking, even. And Donald J. Trump is going to be there. I mean, this is a good, this is as, this is as 4D chess of a play from, from Donald since he set Bill Clinton's rape victims front row at the debate with Hillary. He's going to show up to the crooked, corrupt, Jody Owen-style DA in Atlanta, Fannie Willis. He's going to show up to her hearing about having an affair that financially benefited her to prosecute Trump. I love it. <clears throat> I wish I had Don King queued up. Only in America. Only in America. I'm going to have to add that sound bite. I'm going to start doing some sound bites too, by the way. I just got, we got too many catchphrases and highlights of idiots calling in over the years that we can't start uh, putting some sound clips into this thing without having to steal Kim's <laughs> gun and knife club sound sound effects. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that a little bit on the show this morning. The Guns and Gear text line is 769-241-1944. The phone line, 601-879-0002. Got a quick text here on the Guns and Gear text line. Not sure uh, who the texture is, but it says, dude. Could have sworn WLBT just showed comments from a homeless guy complaining about the condition at the closed Hotel O near Northside, attracting crime that the owners uh, should be arrested for. While he is currently living in a, an abandoned hotel, he must be a Biden chalkway voter. Yeah, so the guy that lives in the abandoned hotel, the squatter, 
is complaining about the conditions of his of his uh, living arrangements. Well, don't fret, homeless man. Don't fret. The city of Jackson just agreed to spend a bunch of money building little tiny homes for homeless people. So if you decide to start smoking meth, heroin, fentanyl, you know, I know you don't smoke, I guess you don't smoke fentanyl, hell, I don't know. Consuming. (laughs) If you decide to start consuming beyond the recreational limit, that's a joke, by the way, illegal drugs, and you decide, hell with this work nonsense, I'm going to start trafficking my body and become a prostitute and or crack addict, drug addict, whatever, start living on the streets, hit rock bottom, hanging out in front of the post office, putting tags on people's cars, falling for a few bucks, standing at the red light, fighting other homeless uh, trafficked addicts for people's dollars at red lights. If you decide to do that for a living, the city of Jackson is going to reward you with a free home. Now, I'm slightly conflicted on this. I mean, I have to be honest with you. The neighborhood they're putting it in is already literally, literally a city dump. That part of West Jackson. I mean, it's just abandoned stuff there. It's really, it's, it's really in bad shape. But the and the community. Could you try again? Sorry, so I activated Siri. Apparently, the community is very upset about it. I wasn't even going to talk about this, but here we go. <clears throat> there's a part of me that wants to tell the community shut up and clean up your messes, but then there's a part of me that really understands it for them. Because I wouldn't want that around my house either. But I wouldn't want what they have around their houses right now either. I, you know, you don't want your neighborhood turned to a to a homeless resort and spa or a resort and spa for homeless people. Now, I just got a problem with rewarding failure. You ever want to know how Democrats are in charge? Look at the people around them and think, have they been rewarded for failure? And that's the Democrat way. You fell up. If you're too good at your job, you're not you're not going to be promoted. That's not how this works. It is whatever the complete opposite of a meritocracy is. Anyway, so we're going to give a bunch of homeless people tiny homes in the middle of a neighborhood. All the while forgetting that there's a reason that they're homeless. Uh, Democrats love this word. Root calls. We got to get to the root calls of their of, of their homelessness. The, the root cause is what I just explained. They're drug addicts, alcoholics that don't want to work. They've been abandoned by their families. These are the people that end up in those paupers field that all y'all been crying like little punks about. Oh my God, there's a, there's a field next to a jail that's got dead bodies in it. We know who they are. There's an inventory. Their families didn't even want them for the most part. So anyway. I digress. That may be my next shirt. I digress. They're, gonna, they're putting a homeless village of tiny homes in West Jackson. 
The only thing that would make it better is if they made those only available to illegal immigrants. Speaking of illegal immigrants, there was a big line outside of the Homeland Security office in Pearl yesterday, or a couple days ago. A lot of people sent me the video. I didn't know the details on it. I didn't want to post it. And it, it, it caused a crap storm in Pearl. With great power comes great responsibility. Um, And I'm glad I didn't because come to find out, all of those immigrants that were there, there was uh, Middle Easterners, uh, Mexican-Americans or Mexicans. There was a bunch of different demographics of people. Come to find out, those were people that were being deported and they were getting to tell their family bye for the last time. So... Somehow, some reason, some why, somebody's doing their job. But I have a sneaky suspicion that those that are being deported actually wanted to come here and work and do the right thing, and they probably weren't going to be voting Democrat. They probably took some kind of questionnaire, asked them, do they like free speech, working hard for a dollar, love God, pro-life, they tricked them into telling them they were MAGA. Said, nope, y'all got to get out of here. Doesn't sound like y'all going to be voting for Joe Biden anytime soon. We got to get y'all on back to wherever it is you came from. Give us our EBT card and our Obama phone back on the way. <laughs> oh, man. Let's read a couple texts here on the Guns of Gear text line. Anna Barnes text in she goes my favorite is if i were the devil by paul harvey good sound bites i've played that multiple times on the show if today's the 694th episode there's probably a hundred episodes <laughs> where i've played that so many times so that uh matt the guy that owns the station here my boss here came in one day and said you're gonna have to find a higher quality version of if i were the devil if you insist upon keep playing it <laughs> I've uh, I have not found the higher quality version yet, probably because I haven't looked. But yes, if I were the devil is eerie, and it's fun like online, and I follow a lot of podcasters and uh, YouTubers that do stuff in the conservative sphere, libertarian sphere. And it's like when one of them discover it, they all do like a reaction video, and they all think Paul Harvey's a time traveler. <laughs> Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Um, let's read one more text. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, unknown texture. How long do you think before the KC shooting will be newsworthy? Well, it was newsworthy all day yesterday. I guess it's going to depend on the demographics of the shooter. You know, like how big of a deal do they want to make this? You know, I, I noticed it was two white guys that tackled the shooter. Have they been, have they had statues built for them yet? Anyway, I I tried my damn well best yesterday not to, not to do that thing that we do. Me and Sean talk about it a lot. That thing that we do that when you hear about something like that, not running to Twitter or wherever and trying to decide, are those ge- are those guys red team or blue team? We don't need them. On, I don't want them to be on my team. Those need to be the bad guys. I don't want. To, I don't like doing that. 
and I'm guilty of it. It's, it's something I, I understand I'm guilty of, and we need to quit doing that. We need to be like, oh, damn, man, some people got killed. Some A dozen or so kids got shot. Worry less about the, the politics of the type of person that did it. I mean, look, it don't take much to go on a limb here and assume that if you shoot up a crowd of people, you're probably a Democrat. I mean, you may not be a registered Democrat, but you're, you check off a couple of the most important boxes on if I think you're a piece of crap, scum of the earth Democrat. Shoots an audience, shoots into crowd, shoots kids, probably was wearing a football jersey while doing it. You just check off a lot of boxes for the kind of guy that I don't want to hang around. Uh, real quick, I just want to keep talking about that. <laughs> I really do. I want to tell you real quick though that I went to, I took my girlfriend on a romantic um, date last night. We went to Burgers Blues Barbecue. Yes, I'm a hopeless romantic. We went to a burger joint. We get in there, ran the one in downtown Brandon, and who do we see? Two more sets of couple, another two set of couples that we're really good friends with. That either they were having a double date and didn't invite us, or all three of us just had the same plan simultaneously. But we ended up on a triple date for Valentine's at Burgers Blues Barbecue. I got, I ventured off from the burger. I've been eating the Smash Burger. I ventured off to the grilled chicken sandwich, and I kind of custom built it. Just grilled chicken, applewood smoked bacon, some pepper jack cheese, lettuce, tomato, and ranch. My goodness. It's going to be hard to peel me back from eating that one again. That's probably going to be my new go-to right there. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Let's jump into some stuff. We may uh, we may talk more about this Kansas City shooting. I don't know. Phone line 601-879-0002. Guns and gear. Text line 769-241-1944. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, this segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at A1 Gear and Auto, Highway 49 South, Florence, Mississippi. If you have any automotive issues, need any automotive repairs, they got you covered. Look, they can do it all. At the end of the day, the only thing they don't work on is is diesel engines. I mean, they can still do work on your diesel truck, just not the internal combustion part of it. But what they really specialize in is your ring and pinion. If I sound weird, my headphones are kind of going in and out on me. So anyway, the ring and pinion, you you may not know what that does, but you'll know it when it it goes out. I I promise. (laughs) When when, when the roaring begins or your wheels won't turn at all, you'll, you'll know when your ring and pinion is going out. Your transfer case, whatever. It's a it's hunting season about wrapped up. It's not getting ready to wrap up, but it does. You probably want to go get your get your rear end, your front end, all that checked out. You four wheel drive guys. I mean, look, they obviously specialize in jeeps because you can't pass by there and not see about a half dozen jeeps in the parking lot. So jeep people trust them with all their little rubber duckies on the dash. <laughs> uh, anyway, I kid, but. Things you're going to find very appealing about A1 Gear and Auto. You're going to go down there. You're going to meet Justin, the owner. He's going to diagnose your problem himself. Going to drive your vehicle if it's drivable. Figure out what's going on. Get the parts ordered. 
get his crew on it, and um, pin. You know, obviously everything everything can be different depends on how many cars are in front of you. But you're going to get your car back in a timely manner. It's going to be ready when he tells you it's ready. Not, man, we ran into a problem, that kind of stuff. It's going to be fixed right the first time. And uh, you're not going to have to break the bank to get it fixed. A1 Gear and Auto, Florence, Mississippi, Highway 49 South. All right, let's read a few more of your text messages from the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, Unknown texture says, KC will be swept under the rug as gang violence. Two black males, KC, let me KC Red. Let's see, two black males, I'm KC Red, one being, one black male, oh, I see, two black males dressed in KC Red, one black male dressed in gray wearing a blue bandana. Got it, got it. So, well, gang violence, I mean, they're terrorists as far as I'm concerned. If you, it was a mass shooting, and they're terrorists. And, I, you know, and I, I didn't have a lot of time last night. I was super busy all day yesterday. You guys are killing me in a good way with these T-shirts, with these Fafo shirts. I, I bet you I put 300 miles on my car yesterday zigzagging around the Tri-County area selling T-shirts. Thank y'all. You can get yours today at ClayEdwardsShow.com. So I didn't get a whole lot of time to really dive into this KC thing. But I kept getting notifications on my phone. I had about a 20-minute window last night from when my daughter left to go to the rodeo and the girlfriend came over to go out to eat that I was sat there and got on the computer and tried to <clears throat> tried to find out as much as I could, looking at some videos, some pictures. And I could just tell from the media reaction, I, I, I had a sneaking gut suspicion that the perpetrators didn't look like me because I didn't hear anything about domestic terrorists or mass shooting. Even though, even though, I think the final number ended up being about 22 people shot, one dead, most mostly children. Is that not domestic terrorism? I mean, if January 6th is supposed to be a terrorist insurrection, what are we going to call February 14th? I guess we did get a St. Patty, uh, St. Patty, St. Valentine's Day massacre in Kansas City. Not only do we wear red, we bleed it too. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably disrespectful. Just idiots, man. Let's see here. I- I'm so tired of the double standard. So tired of it. I think about it a lot. It consumes me thinking about the Democrat double standard. I, people get so mad at me because I, I, I talk about race a lot. I acknowledge that there's a race problem in America. But it just isn't, it isn't the problem that the media portrays it being. It's actually the complete opposite. And that's what drives me so crazy. So Because you're not allowed to question that. You're not allowed to call that out. Without them trying to discredit you by calling you a racist, a bigot, homophobe, transphobe, insurrectionist, realist, truth teller. You're not allowed to point that out. It's just, it, it, it keeps me up at night thinking about how they do this to us. 
and how we just get sucked right into it. Let's see here. Um, unknown texture. You put ranch. I said, no, no, no. You didn't put ranch on it. I was like, I put ranch on everything. So that leads to a question. Are you a ranch or ketchup person? I mean, I could say both. But, like, if I'm dipping my fries into something, if I'm using something as a dip or a sandwich topper, I prefer ranch. Even on my burgers. I don't really like ketchup on a hamburger, to be honest with you. I like mayonnaise or ranch. Ranch makes everything better. Homemade ranch. I mean, like the kind with the powder and the buttermilk and the mayonnaise, the good stuff. Not not, not that stuff out of a bottle. Let's see here. No, this guy just caught up on text. Speaking of terrorists, they arrested one in Jackson Friday. They finally released his identity. Let me pull it up here real quick. On my Twitter, Twitter, yes, sir. Here it goes. Well, I thought I put it on my Twitter. Anyway, it's on my Facebook. Neither here nor there. WLBT made an arrest. Here it is. Jackson man identified as suspect arrested in connection with Atkins Boulevard shooting. So we, we talked about this yesterday with Sean. They they made a arrest for that in that viral video of the guys having the shootout there in North Jackson, hanging out of a Camry. And you know, like what makes what's more even more mind boggling is like this guy. This was his car. It wasn't even a stolen car. I mean, this is this guy's car. He's riding around town. Doing this. This was not the only crime he was involved in, obviously. When the police roll up on him Friday night, they go on like a 120 mile an hour high speed pursuit. It's just, this guy's 22 years old. And his life is just ruined. And I don't even mean because he's going to jail. I just mean because he thinks he can do that kind of stuff. And this and this mayor around here promotes it, pats him on the booty. Good job, guys. Keep running the good folks out of here, so you idiots keep voting for me. I mean, we're gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you his name, but it's you know it's what it's a moot point. None of us know him. He's just another little thug out in the out in the Jackson streets, hanging out a window, shooting out a car. His name was a 22-year-old, Kylan Russell of Jackson. Like y'all didn't know he was from Jackson. (laughs) Anyway, black dude, orange jumpsuit in the picture. Good luck to Tate and the people attempting to save Jackson. Because that's the kind of guy that Jackson's ate up by that think that that's how you settle scores is you have a car chase in Jackson and you hang out a window and you shoot everything. And I used to not believe that video games and movies really corrupted people. Like, man, look, 
people are never going to think that that it, it's okay to hang out a window and shoot anybody. That's never going to bleed into real life. People trying to imitate that. I mean, I believe that music um, motivates, not the word, influences people. I get that, especially, especially music that's constantly about sex, drugs, drug dealing, killing, violence. You know, I understand that you listen to enough of that. That's just how you think that the real world is, forgetting that that's entertainment. And I, I'm not going to leave rock and roll out of this. Rock and roll, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you know, partying. It, it, it has the same effect. Typically only affects you, though. But rap music affects, unfortunately, the innocent people while you're hanging out the window shooting your gun at red lights. I never thought that like all that would bleed into reality. I thought, man, surely people are smart enough to know you don't do that. Man. Put a dollar in the clay was wrong tip jar. It's absolutely had an effect on people. It's absolutely had an effect on people. People watch that. And my thought process is this. They, it's like they've obviously watched it and they've thought to themselves, man, nobody ever gets shot. The bullets only work if they hit people. Nobody ever gets shot. I'm going to try that. Saw it in a video. Saw it on GTA 5. Four, three, two, one. Good luck trying to unstupefy people. Because that's what it's going to take in Jackson. With this big crime fighting effort. And if it ain't, if the whole thing ain't here to stay, and don't get me wrong, I'm all for a surge of policing and rounding up some trash and taking it out. But just like cockroaches, man, you, you kill two or three of them, 200 more come back. I don't know what you do, man. We're at the end. It's just how long do we drag the end out? I mean, we're at the end of the civilization. It does. There, it doesn't get better. It's too many bad people. I mean, how long can you can you hold off the surge of the criminal? Because let's be honest, if they ever, if they ever really decided. To come at us, lack of uh, consequences be damned, they probably going to win. You know, like if they just say, when I mean come at us, I don't mean fight us at gas stations or shoot us at gas stations. I mean, if if an entire demographic of people, and by the way, I just mean trash here. I'm not talking about black or white or any, any particular race. I just mean... Criminal element. If criminal element, whether it be from Rankin County, Jackson, Madison, wherever, if they all decide we're not, we're just not going to partake in this, in the way this country has traditionally been governed and ran anymore, they'll win. They'll break the system. Let's take a break. This is Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Calling. All patriots, the time is now to take a stance and let your voice be heard. 
Join us on Unmuzzled Chat Podcast, where we are seeking to improve lives and ensure a better tomorrow. Be a guest on the podcast. Your story matters. Join the community. Support this movement. It is only our futures at stake and our children's. Let's take our muzzles off and unite. We are excited to hear from you. Find us on Rumble or any podcast app by searching for Unmuzzled Chat. God bless you all. See you soon. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards show. Let's take a call real quick, man. Here we go. Hey, brother. You on there, man? Hey, Clay. How's it going? Hey, you know how we have so many dead pine trees? Yes. You think you think this is off topic, but it's really not. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I know what you're talking about. The reason that we have so many pine, dead pine trees is because of pine beetles. The reason that we have pine beetles in these trees is because of the drought. And once the rain starts coming and the pine tree is strong... The beetles can't evade, invade. So what you're talking about earlier, you know, we used to have a moral underpinning where in this country where you could consider self-governed because when you have a society that, that uh, follows, you know, the Judeo-Christian um, values, the Ten Commandments, you don't need a lot of laws because people do what's right from what's on the inside. Now, were we ever a perfect country? Of course not. We definitely had our moral failings in the past. But, you know, we had things like church, family, Boy Scouts, organizations, and and structures like that. But what's happened, the left has taken all of those things, has killed them. They, they weaken the family. They weaken the church. They weaken, they destroyed Scouts and everything else that brings morals and values. And now, like what you're saying about everything that's going on, it's like the pine beetles have invaded society because they first weakened it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a deep response to you. I just agree with you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exactly. Uh, I mean, you remember back in the 50s and 60s, early 60s, maybe I should say, you know, people didn't have to lock their doors. You know, I remember the days going to school in the 80s when everybody had gun racks in the back of the truck and nobody worried about their rifle in the racks. Man, I was, you know, now I went to buy the foot gun racks and you worry about them stealing your gun. Yeah, I went to buy them in the early 90s and I all the, uh, like the, the rednecks, basically. I guess it looks funny calling somebody else a redneck when you live in, when you go to school in Byron. But what we considered the rednecks all parked up on what they call the hill. And there wasn't a single truck up there that didn't have a gun rack with a hunt rifle on there or some type of rifle. I you know? feel you. I graduated in 85 from Byron. <laughs> you know, so. But that was the way it was, you know. And you look at the way it is now, and the biggest problems we ever had in school were, you know, skipping school or fights or whatever, you know, now it's, you know, drive-by shootings and everything that's going on, you know. But, I mean, even in the 80s, they weren't really the best of times. But, you know, compared to today, I mean, Lord have mercy. Oh, it's all, it's leave it to beaver compared to today. 
Exactly. You know, so like you said, you know, once they you either sport a, a, a structure from the inside or the outside. You know, just like the human body, you know, you've got bones on the inside. If you pull the bones out of a body, it would just be a lump of flesh. And as as the left has removed the bones that give a structure, they're kind of artificially trying to tie us up, like tying us off the sticks and stuff. It's bad, man. It, it, they, they, they've, they've gutted the soul of this country. That's right. But, but the thing is, a weak country means a strong government, a powerful government. A, a strong society means you don't need much government. So if you're trying to grow government, you're trying to grow control, what are you going to try to do? You're going to try to destroy the underpinnings of society. Well, mission, anyway, ac- mission accomplished. <laughs> no, hey, I appreciate you, brother. Great call as always. Yes, thank you. Oh, thanks. Let's go to another caller here. Hey, you're on there. Hey, class, Jason. Hey, brother. <clears throat> uh, great show this morning. Oh, um, thank you. I got to run down to Baton Rouge, look at a storm they hit over the weekend. But um, when's the next mayor election? 25, November of 25. We're almost, we're almost two years away. Okay. What do you think it would take to get him out? Or is there too many people in there that will keep him in? Man, we're just going to – I'm mind-boggled. I don't have an answer for you because they have voted him in twice now. And after the after – the, you know, if you wanted to be a sentimental vote the first time, it's like, man, you know, they, they didn't like Tony Yarber for whatever reason. They decided it was time for, for, the, other, for the other Lumumba to – pick up his father's legacy and finish destroying the city. Well, I mean, it, mission accomplished. But agree. And then they decided to. And I like it. People tell me, oh, you know, the the daddy was good. Man, he may have been an all right guy. I, I'll say that, but he wasn't going to be a good mayor. He had the same. He had the same mission statement that his that his spawn does. Well, I mean, yeah, it, you know, I mean, I, you know, can we? Did we, did we forget about the Republic of New Africa uh, shootout that left Judge Skinner's dad dead? Did we forget about that? I mean, so that that guy is going to make a good mayor kiss my butt, you know? <laughs> and then then they overwhelmingly ninety three percent of 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 voters that voted all thirteen thousand of them that's a, that's disgusting. They went out and voted voted for him, and you know I, ha- I was having a conversation with a guy yesterday. Uh, a Capitol policeman, and he was like, you know, man, I don't like the guy. What are we going to replace him with? You know, we ran off a bunch of names, and we, we, we agree that Kim Wade is the name on the list that would do the Absolutely. best job. The problem is, do these buffoons vote for Kim because Kim dare be at the Trump supporter, you know? Right. Kim's going to hold him accountable. Are you, what are you exactly voting for when you vote for Chokeway? More, more of nothing. I mean, I, I, exactly. So why can't that's all you're getting. That? All you're getting is nothing. And it's just like you say on your advertising. Where's these positive solutions? Because there hadn't been any positive solutions. The positive. You're not going to get one for voting for him. I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually was thinking about that uh, this morning coming in. The positive solution is anybody but Chalkway. Exactly. What do you have to lose by voting for someone else? Look at your city. 
if this what you want to keep, do you want still want this going on? Keep voting for this garbage, or improve it. Get somebody else in there that's willing to, or are we going to have another Chicago situation? Yeah, get somebody right in there. To, you know, you know what I mean. Jason, got to get somebody in there, regardless of their political <clears throat> leanings—left, right, far left, far right. It's going to take somebody, and I'm not a, I don't like saying this. I don't like bipartisanship, but it's going to take somebody who can re- come in and reach across the aisle to the state and, and and treat Tate and that bunch at the state capitol with some respect and ask for help and figure out what can we do. Allow your police to police. Let me, yeah. you could, they, they could elect a brick, a potato, since they've already elected one for president. They could elect a potato, and it would do a better job because it wouldn't do the negative stuff that Chalkway's doing. Right. If you, Jackson could legitimately, I, I bet my life on it, Jackson would run better without a mayor than the one we have. Though that, I keep saying Chalk we. I don't live here, but I, I did for so long. I got skin in the game. I should yeah. still get a vote in Jackson. But <laughs> neither here nor there, man. It's, it's, it's sad. I want to see the city do well. I do. Yeah. You know, people get mad at me because I come across like the anti-convention and visitors bureau at times, but I'm pissed off. Well, it's in your face. Yep. I mean, how can you deny it? You can't. And then you see the little, you see the little punk enriching himself while he's doing it. I know it, man. It's sickening. Oh, all right, Jason. Buddy. Stay safe. Stay well, blessed hey, down there, brother. I, I will. I'll holler at you later. Yeah, I got your cup. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get with you. All right, be good. All right, brother. Bye. Bye. Back-to-back great calls this morning. Back-to-back great calls. Love both those guys. Uh, let's, do, let's take a break, come back, so I have a few extra minutes to land the plane for hour one. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Phone lines wide open, 601-879-0002. Guns and Gear text line, 769 44. Guys, don't forget, huge sale going on now at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Up to 50% off on ceramic coatings, 40% off on window tint, and 30% off on Expel paint protection film. Get your quote today, LakelandGlassandTent.com, where quality matters. In a world where global elites vie for the title of most evil, psychopathic, and warmonger e-pedophiles. One podcast is all that stands between liberty and total factory. That podcast is Liberty Tree. I mean, just like the first thing I find out, I'm sure you were as shocked as I was to learn that cannibalism is legal in 49 states. No. What matters is that if you thought the apocalypse would exempt you from paying taxes, the U.S. Internal <laughs> Revenue Service has some bad news for you. What is this woman smoking? Liberty Tree Podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. Oh, man. I did not realize I did not have my mic on there. I do apologize. I was wondering why I couldn't hear myself. And my headphones, I didn't yank my headphones off, throwing a fit up in here. What I was saying was, a little off topic to end the first hour. Andy Gibson, our ag commissioner, can we give Andy his roses now? Is there a guy 
And no disrespect to other folks out there that are doing a good job. But is there a guy that's employed by the state of Mississippi that was voted into office, by the way, that is doing a better job at his job than Andy Gibson? I mean, real talk. You can look and see the improvements Andy Gibson has made. Now, do I agree with Andy on everything? No, I don't agree with anybody on everything, and y'all know how I feel about that. I don't want y'all to agree with everything I say. You know, I, 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 I don't agree with uh, it was a couple things, but that's neither here nor there. Overall, if I agree with you more than fifty percent of the time, you're doing pretty damn good. Andy, central casting couldn't have casted a better character to play the Mississippi Ag Commissioner than Andy Gibson. And then you throw in the fact that he actually legitimately seems to care and is passionate about what he's doing. I, I'm going to tell you, I don't know that he fits the mold of a, what you would consider a traditional gubernatorial candidate. But I, if Andy Gibson ran for governor today, based on some of the other statewide p- politicians who I'm actually friends with some of, based on them, man, I, Andy Gibson just feels like he loves Mississippi. Like legitimately, you know, I've heard I've heard some rumors about Michael Watson maybe running. I like Michael Watson a lot, you know, but Andy get Andy just feels like a guy that's gonna that's gonna throw a punch from Mississippi. I don't. Know, I just saw something he posted on Twitter from the rodeo last night and it just got me fired up. Get down there, support the rodeo, support Andy Gibson. We'll be right back after the top of the hour news. All right, we're back. This is your daily dose of reality radio. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show. It's brought to you by Southeastern Power Sports, located right there on Highway 51 North in Madison. If you're heading up 51 North, you're going to pass Yandale Road. You're going to pass right by Guns and Gear. Stop by and see them too. Heading up north, just a few 100 yards. Well, that's how it feels like anyway. It could be a mile. I don't know. Just be paying attention. <laughs> you're going to see some four-wheelers on your right, and that's when you're going to know you're there. You're going to go to Southeastern Power Sports. It's going to be right there on your right if you're on 51 North. And they're going to be able to take care of all of your four-wheeler and ATV sales, service, repairs, customizing. They can do it all. They sell pre-owned four-wheelers and, ATV and uh, side-by-sides, too. So man, don't go buy, don't go buy a new one if you can't if you if you can avoid it. They can do like I said, they can do repairs, tune ups, oil changes, programmers, wheels, tires, winches and bumpers, windshields, lift kits, and more. Get on the books now. Give them a call 601-707-7837. 601-707-7837. That's Southeastern Power Sports. Veteran-owned, locally-owned, and operated. Uh, my girlfriend's son bought, bought a uh, pre-owned side-by-side for somebody the other day. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be introducing you to my friends out of Southeastern Power Sports. I know how this is going to end. <laughs> These things all tear up. <laughs> anyway... I was like, we I've I've got a guy now. I did not have a four wheeler and ATV guy. Now I do. Joe McNamee and his team out there. 
You know, something I pride myself in, and I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. Don't remember who it was. I'm maybe it was Fred Shanks. I I can't remember. I'm Mister. I know a guy. Guy. I like. I pride myself in being the I got a guy. Like I I love being the facilitator. Like especially being able to help my business, my buddies make money off my buddies, and my buddies maybe we get a good deal and maybe save a little money, or just knowing they're getting a good service. You know, whether I'm referring people to Matt Phillips for appliance repair. Matt, I hope you're listening. Get me on the schedule. Um, whether I'm referring people to Matt Phillips for appliance repair or four-wheelers over here at Southeastern Power Sports, ATV repair, or anywhere else with our great sponsors, mechanics at A1 Gear and Auto, so on and so forth. I take pride in that. You know, now don't get me wrong, a couple times, you know, I've tried to link people up for business deals. One time, you know, it's gone awry, and and I still hate that that happened. But yeah, it's just something I take pride in. I I I take pride in being the guy that knows a guy or girl and hooks my people up. There's a good chance that if you need something and you don't know somebody that does it, give your boy Clay a shout. I probably do. And uh, somebody that will do, do you right by it, too. It's, speaking of that, if anybody knows anybody with a body shop that would like to be on the Clay Edwards show, I, I get asked – do I know a good body man all the time? And I know several. And um, I, that is a business that could greatly benefit by being a partner on the Clay Edwards show. Because uh, there's a lot of bad drivers around here. And a lot of folks call me asking who they should let fix their car. You can be my exclusive referral you know, if you'd like to be a partner of the show, just reach out to me, Clay at WYAB.com, or shoot me a message on any of my social media platforms. Let's see here. Didn't mean to get into a diatribe about being a facilitator. <laughs> uh, Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. Let's read a few of your texts from the last hour, and we'll put a bow on that. I stumbled across a funny, a couple funny stories, LOL, at white liberals, because we keep telling y'all white liberals are, in fact, the racists. I got two funny stories to further back up that factual statement. It's not, a, it's not an opinion. It is, in fact, a factual statement that white liberals are the slave masters. They are the racists. They are the Klan. And, uh, we're we're, we're going we're gonna to take a look at that here in just a second with two great stories. From liberal media outlets, by the way. <laughs> They're eating their own. And it's oh so glorious. Brent says, 100% agree on Ag Commissioner. Everything he touches proves to be successful. I mean, just look at the fairgrounds. He can't help the crime around it. Andy Gibson ain't a cop. You know, the, the crime, the Capitol Police is doing their damn best to to clean that up. But just look at what he's accomplished at the fairgrounds. With that 80-year-old Coliseum. Kudos to Andy, man. Reagan can, one of my favorite textures. Law enforcement can only deter public crimes, which is why less crime must be made at the individual conscious level. The individual must lean toward what is right. That is where real men raising their boys to be real men comes in. This That is not happening the Air quotes, village 
doesn't matter if the home is not there. My goodness, I almost want to frame that text. I got a tear coming down my eye. The village, it is not the village's job to raise the child. It's the parent's job to raise the child. The village has done a terrible job of raising a whole generation of youth in Jackson because the parents didn't. Not only is the is the village uh, not an adequate teacher, they're a terrible one, the parent is absent. And in wherever your home is, whatever your race is, when the father is not in the home, especially in those early detrimental years, it's 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 bad. And then you get on in your in, you know in your late teens, early twenties, mom and dad go their separate ways. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. It that happens. But as long as the both parents have a relationship with their child, it doesn't in my opinion, it doesn't necessarily have to be under one roof. Is that ideal? Absolutely. But required? No. Y'all know what I mean when I'm talking about absent fathers. I mean completely absent fathers. Like checked out, not my baby, dad. Not my not my baby. Baby ain't mine. Those kind. Or drug addicts. I mean, I, okay, I'm not going to get into that. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. Debbie says most of the people who who Wagner and Jackson don't want to change. What they're what what they're going to lose is their ability to be a fog, and make their money from selling drugs. Unknown texture, spitting that fire this morning. There's a strong argument to be made that there are already that they've already won in Jackson. They have, I, they really have. You're you're trying to put the genie back in the bottle in Jackson, but you got to try. You you got to try. I mean, Sean made a great point, and like I said, I had a conversation with a, one of the Capitol policemen yesterday. Just a good thirty minute conversation. Uh, took him to sell him a shirt, and just got to chatting. And this is a guy that's been through the fire in Jackson, and he said the same exact same same exact thing Sean said yesterday about Jackson is this big surge in police. This is all great. It looks good. You're gonna make a bunch of arrests. You you know, hopefully you're gonna intimidate and scare some people. But if the judges ain't on board, it's all for naught. And I can just tell you, based on Adrian Wooten, the judges probably ain't on board. I I hope I'm wrong. I hear there's a couple good judges in Hines County. I don't know all their names off the top of my head. You know, but I have to assume that Adrian Wooten ain't the lone ranger putting all these killers back on the streets. I think that's a cumulative effort. You know, you know, the argument always goes back to where are we going to put them? Figure it out. How about, how about, hey, city council, instead of building a, a tiny home village for homeless people, how about we build a tiny jail cell village? You know, the city of Pearl, or maybe it was Rankin County, one or the other, took that old little motor court hotel right there on Highway 80 years ago, right down there by, um, Right down there by the outlet malls, if you're heading west, I'm sorry, east on 80, it's on your left right there. They put women right there, you know. It's a low, you know, low security, old hotel that is now a jail with a courtyard. 
Well, brother, one thing Jackson, Mississippi has is abandoned hotels. Instead of building a homeless tiny village because your bleeding hearts have done figured out some hustle, I know that somebody, somebody's getting some money on this thing other than the people that are dropping the tiny homes off. It's the city council, Chalkway, there's some grant money, something's going on somewhere. You can rest assured they're not doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. Anyway, those ought to be those ought to be little jail cells. That's how you that's how you start finding places to put people. But I tell you what, I won't take an immigrant in my home, but you send me one of these prisoners. Give me a week with one, that little 16-year-old thug that was hanging out that Camry, you give me him for a week. First off, I'm gonna have a clean house. <laughs> Let's get started there. First off, things gonna be clean. My yard gonna be cut. He gonna learn some manners. We gonna tighten him up. You know what? I kind of like this idea. Adopt a thug. Adopt it. Would, would y'all partake in adopt a thug? I mean, it's going to have to be some some security issues tightened, you know, cleaned up a little bit. If he tries to run, you can, in fact, shoot, even if his back's turned. I mean, you know, if he lunges at you, you know, bah, bah, get the get the death lasers, the Russian death lasers out to chase after him. I, I, I like this. I, I like where we're going with this. Chalkway. Uh, Black Jackson leaders, this is that positive solutions only y'all keep telling me about. I mean, I know Kim Wade will take one or two. Kim, I'm tightened up. Having them <laughs> practicing the belt buckle crawl right across the living room floor. We might be on to something. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, Debbie, you're on there. Good Morning. Morning. I called the other day. Well, first of all, the only bad thing about adopt a thug is then they know where you are. So if you don't change them, they're coming back with their buddies to rob you and shoot you. Wouldn't that be the best case scenario? Then you can eliminate two or three of them, and you've you've done got you've done the Lord's work. (laughs) Hey, you tried, right? So the other day when David Archie was on Kim Wade's show, I called in and I told him the only way to get rid of corruption because. I, I don't know if you agree with me, but that man talks in riddles, and he goes all around the truth. But I told him the only way to get rid of corruption is to take out the mayor, because the mayor is corruption. He's just in a nice suit, and he he's kind of the leader of the thugs over there that are taking over Jackson and all the crime and everything, because I, I won't step a foot in Hines County unless I absolutely have to. But he just went all around it and really wouldn't. I mean, he just don't never say anything. But Kim Wade came back on and said, you know, sometimes you just have to call a spade a spade. And that threw David Archie off a little because, I mean, it's the truth, though. They all just accept it. They all know he's stealing money taking money, letting the criminals out. But they they just all accept it. And until you get him out, 
and probably a few others to go with him. He's just out there, and he doesn't care that we know that he's a criminal. He doesn't care that we know that he is number one corruption in a nice suit and a, in a in a fly haircut. You know, he just doesn't care. But the, they just make excuses for him. Yeah, nailed it. You know, I'm thinking about this adopted thug thing. Maybe kind of like a I'm a foster parent. You know. I think you should rent a house or something and and have them go there because I don't. I would do it if they if they didn't know where I live. Yeah, we well, know so, like like a like, like a halfway house, but it's booby trapped. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know, like 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 the guy from the Saw movies, how he booby traps the people after he kidnaps them. You know, right? Yeah, I'm ready to play uh, a game. I, don't know. I know. I did. I didn't mean to. Yes. I didn't mean to make light of your topic there. You're. You're. On, I mean, it's just. No. You're on it. This it, aggravated me because he was on there tiptoeing around and he speaks in circles and riddles and he don't want to just call a spade a spade. He don't want to say, "Okay, the mayor is corrupt. We need him out." I just say, "Kim Way for mayor." I mean, and. I hate to say this. I don't think they're going to vote for him because he is a Trump supporter and he will clean it up. He will clean it up and they don't want that. I guess they just thrive on all this madness going on over there. They do. They thrive on chaos. They don't want it fixed. They, They like it being so screwed up that... That nobody, that people just keep throwing money at the problem. They just want their turn at the trough, right? You know, they, they don't, don't want care it that fixed. All the businesses are shutting down. All the businesses are shut down because you got drive-by shootings in the middle of the afternoon, where kids are killed and people are shot and killed. For I mean, I don't even go over there anymore. Yeah, it's just the cost. They of, put an Olive Garden over here uh, and the Red Lobster because I can't even go over there anymore. Just well, to eat a meal or whatever. Well, you know? Red, Red Lobster's been closed for almost two years now. Something else they said. No, they just closed in a remodel. They said the same thing about Hooters. It's been closed ten years. So, right things closed yeah. in Jackson that they closed for good. They don't get remodeled. All right, I got to take no, my break. Not back. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Stay safe. Avoid Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, the, the Red Lobster, great example. You know, they people argued me into the ground that it wasn't closed for good. I, I, I'm just shocked, like Jacksonians. Y'all like like I, I'll post news stories about, for example, the kids doing the drive-by shooting called on tape, and people are like mm, that ain't Jackson. What? What do you mean it ain't Jackson? What about that story is unbelievable to think that that would happen in Jackson? When Cracker Barrel closed, Outback closed, Twin Peaks closed, Red Lobster closed, um, Fuddruckers closed, Hooters closed. And those are all in about a mile of each other, by the way. When all those closed, every single time, it was, they ain't really closed. They're just cleaning up. It's a remodel. What makes you, what about anything in the history of the last 10 years in Jackson makes you think that when something closes, it's going to reopen? What was the last thing they closed and remodeled and actually reopened in Jackson? I mean, seriously. 
Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. The soft, soothing sounds of the very melancholy Clay Edwards Show, where we never raise our voice, we never get angry. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by, I'm going to quit, I promise. This segment <clears throat> brought to you by Pure Air Consultants. Pure Air Consultants is celebrating their 20th anniversary of delivering exceptional heating and cooling systems to all of Central Mississippi. And they want to offer you a rare gift. That's right, a free gift, a free labor warranty for five years. Are you tired of uh, expensive heating and furnace repairs or high, or high utility bills? Specialties at Pure Air, Cons- Air Consultants include heater installation, furnace installation, heater repair, furnace repair, heating maintenance, heat pumps, heat recovery, ventilator installation, heat. Uh, look, man, I don't know what all that stuff is. If your heater ain't working, or you're building a new home and you need a heater, reach out to Pierre Consultants. But hey, they work on air conditioners too. So if you if you HVAC, if your air conditioners aren't working, you got any problem? Look, I use my air in the winter time, so I, I know if my air I I ain't getting caught slipping. Come summertime, am I? Oh, I didn't know my air didn't work. <laughs> no, no, no. Every day my air gets turned on, unless it's an ice storm or something like it was a few weeks ago. Then it, you know, then it's a fireplace and a heater. Don't get me wrong. But other than that, I know when my air works, or I know when it doesn't. Let me say that. And uh, if it doesn't, I'm going to reach out to Pure Air Consultants at mypureairconsultants.com. That's mypureairconsultants.com. Ream, a new degree of comfort. I don't, I mean, what is a, what, what even is a heat recovery ventilator? It sounds like something that if it goes out, costs a lot of money. <laughs> I'm playing around here with y'all. Everybody knows what a heat ventilator is. All right, I told y'all a little earlier that um, L- I have some LOL at Democrats, especially white liberals, to further prove that it is, in fact, the white liberal who bees the racist. Let's start. And man, if they if they ever wanted to, they love it. They love looking for any excuse to use the N word, whether it's the old racist version with the O on the end or the old racist version with the hard R. Well, they they just like using any of them. Anything that starts with N I G, they love whether it's an A and an O, a hard R, the white liberal. Just, uh, they get so frustrated because they think they're part of the crew. They think they can say it. They, you know, they think they can call black conservatives that and it'd be okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah, by the way, tell me where the lie is at. Tell me where the lie is at in that. All right, so I got two stories here. One is from Breitbart. One is from the Daily Beast. You can find either one of these. You can find this one from Breitbart anywhere. It's on liberal outlets as well. Democrat rep Steve Cohen blasts Super Bowl fans for not standing for the... See, I ain't even going to say it. I know I've been told. I've been I've been given a hood pass, and they told me I can, but I ain't going to. The N-E-G-R-O, 
N-E-G-R-O. So you ain't going to get me. You ain't going to clip that out and say that I said it. For the N-E-G-R-O national anthem. He is mad that folks ain't standing for the N-E-G-R-O national anthem. And he put this on the Twitter. This is a white state rep from the Memphis area. Well, you can tell he's getting fed up with their crap up there. He's getting fed up with it. He's done come back to 1966. He's a, I mean, he's just short of calling it the colored national anthem. Good Lord. I told y'all, they're always looking for a reason to say it. They want to say it so bad. It's not even in my lexicon. I've never said it. But uh, that's Democrats for you. That's a white Southern, white liberal. From Memphis, Tennessee. That's story one. He's mad that fans were not standing for the, we're just going to call it Black National Anthem. I'm tired of, I'm tired of uh, saying the N-word, or spelling the N-word. Well, first off, it's not a national anthem. There is no black national anthem. If there was, it would not be that song. It would be something from the 2000s, and it had to be out of Atlanta. Like some of the stuff they played at the Super Bowl the other night. Or maybe, no, we're not going to get there. We're we're just not going to go down that, that aisle, that road today of what it could be. We don't stand for it. Because it ain't a national anthem. What nonsense. They don't stand for ours. If that if, we're, if that's how we're going to play this, us versus them. You know, look, since I've been on the radio show, we hadn't done a whole lot of national anthem standing stuff. That was kind of, that whole fuss was before I got on the radio. But y'all keep telling me that Obama was my president, that, that Tate is my governor. Just like I have to tell you that Donald Trump was, in fact, your president. Whether you liked him or not, he was your president. Just like I have to, for the next 11 months, accept the fact that Joe Biden is my president. Regardless of how he got into that office, he is, in fact, the president, unfortunately. But whether you like the national anthem or not, you know, the actual, oh, say, can you see by the dawn's early light, whether you like that or not. It's your national anthem. You don't get to pick another one. This ain't this ain't like some of you some of you folks that get married and think that your husband or your wife, you don't like them, so you just go play with somebody else. You don't get to you don't get to cheat on the national anthem like you do your spouse. It's your national anthem. Whether you like it or not. That other one ain't the national anthem. It's just a song that the NFL is pandering to left wing nut jobs. That that song, because I look, I talk to a lot, I talk to a lot of black people, man. And this conversation, all kind of conversations come up. You know, they like to ask me questions about white people. I like to ask them questions about black people, and you know, social events, and try to get some insight to what you know how people think. 
They don't consider that song the national. That song is for white liberals to call the national anthems. They can feel better about calling it the national. You know, oh no, look, man, we're good. I'm a good virtue signaler. I'm a good anti-racist racist. I played the black national anthem. We <laughs> we own the conservatives. We made them listen to the black national anthem at the Super Bowl. That's white liberals doing that. I'd be shocked if that that was a black person's idea. I'd be shocked. I mean, I know there is a crew of black racists that sit around all day and think about things to do to make people mad. They got some here locally, you know, like Kamikaze and Chakwe Lumumba and that whole, you know, woke hashtag woke Jackson crew. So I, I get that they exist, but generally speaking, People don't sit around and think about this kind of crap. All right, so that's story one. I I, got to take my break. When I come back, story two. Another white liberal proving that white liberals are, in fact, the racists. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, I was telling y'all a little earlier, I went out to Burger's Blues Barbecue last night. I just want to mention one thing real quick. I'm not going to do a full read here. Don't forget the Flowood location is now open. And, hey, they got something really cool going on over there. Um, This ain't going to be for everybody. But night shift folks, you know, y'all's schedules flipped upside down. You ever thought about it, man? There ain't no happy hour for people that work night shift. Man, I get off at 6 in the morning. Where, where am I supposed to get a drink at 6 in the morning? Well, Burgers Blues Barbecue in Flowood is offering a night shift happy hour. That's right. Saturday mornings from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. It's $5 Bloody Marys, $4 mimosas, and dollar off draft beer. Now, I remember back when Rot 93.9 was around. that They would do um, a thing called kegs and eggs. And it was hugely popular. I think they did it once a month, maybe. They would rotate it around. It's called kegs and eggs. I I have got a brain. I am brainstorming a Clay Edwards show, kegs and eggs, for this uh for this Saturday morning happy hour at Burgers Blues and Barbecue. Stay tuned for for the details. This seems like way too much fun to let pass. But hey, if that's something that interests you, every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., it is happy hour at Burgers, Blues, Barbecue, and Flowood. Check them out online, burgersblues.com, located right there in Dogwood Shopping Center. Uh, To the caller that called three times during the break, please call back. I had you on hold. I would like to hear from you. If anything is important enough to call three times, I want to hear it on the air. I really don't make a habit of answering phone calls during the break. I'm doing stuff to get the uh, to get ready to move on. Okay, so let's let's uh, story two. We're talking about a couple stories here that have come out that proves that white liberals hate black people. So I got to pull this one back up from the Daily. This is the Daily Beast, and I'm not saying the Daily Beast is a beacon of journalism, journalistic integrity. I'm just saying that once the left begins to eat its own, believe it. (laughs) 
when the left eats itself like Gilbert Grape or Pizza the Hut, it's fun to watch. And I, I anytime a left wing news outlet attacks another left winger, it's it's usually really true, and they actually do really believe it or not. Once 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 they have gotten mad enough to attack another fellow left winger, because they don't do that very often. It's usually some pretty good reporting as well. Like Fanny, like Fanny Willis, the Fulton County DA in Atlanta, that's uh, being an idiot and trying to that made Donald Trump get his mugshot. She embarrassed him, being being such an idiot. So they've turned on her. The cannons are firing directly at Fanny, and that's what's happening here with this story. Sorry, I know a bit of a diatribe there, but I just get excited. I get excited when they turn on each other. Like if I know one thing, I know. The North American lefty. I know how they think. I know when they're in their natural habitat versus out of it. The natural habitat is being racist. Anyway, here's a story. An author who review bombed writers of color says, I'm not racist. Now, review bomb is when you kind of go in. This is what I presume that it is. I could be wrong. I didn't Google it. It's when you go in online and you just review a bunch of stuff. I review bombed social media, but I gave all five-star reviews. I don't give bad reviews. I actually gave a good review yesterday. Shout out to uh, the crew that works out at the post office. Elizabeth, the whole crew there at the post office in Brandon 042. They have been so kind, so patient. And so nice to me every time I've been in there. And I've learned how to ship all these t-shirts and do all this stuff. And they have been so, so helpful. They always do it with a smile on your face. No matter how far out the door the line is wrapped, they are patient and kind. And what else can you ask for? Anyway, here's a story from the Daily Beast. The white author, who came under fire for review bombing writers of color, has finally spoken out about the allegations and vows she is not a racist. Well, I mean, I've been telling y'all that I'm not a racist for years. Do y'all believe it? So he's like, if a light white liberal says it, I mean, my shit ain't racist. <laughs> anyway, says in an exclusive interview with the Daily Beast, Kate Corain said that the said that a psychotic. Oh, imagine this: a lefty having a psychotic breakdown. <laughs> said that a psychotic breakdown led to a series of uncharacteristic actions that were beyond her control, including writing scathing Goodread reviews for books that were rated higher than hers. So she's an author, and she got mad that her book wasn't rated as high. Got it. She says, it just so happens to be sheer awful coincidence that the majority of those books are written by people of color. I do not like the term people of color. That's that's something else I think white liberals have come up with. People of color. Because like to me, if you call somebody colored, that's racist. That just sounds very racist to me. So if you just spin that ever so slightly to people of color, it's just another way of calling them colored. Am I wrong on that? I don't. I don't think so. Anyway, she says, quote, I just want to be extraordinarily clear 
that race had nothing to do with the authors that I chose to go after, Corrine said. She continued by saying, the fact that there were a large number of people of color, how many times are they going to squeeze people of color into this two-paragraph uh, story here? My goodness. Just go on and say the N-word and get it over with. Anyway, she says, the fact that they were a large number of people of color amongst the authors that I targeted is an unfortunate coincidence that happened because I was going off of a Goodreads list. That was the only driver. I am so distressed and heartbroken by the fact that the impression that people have of me now is that I'm a racist. You know, I bet you that she has called other people racist for disagreeing with her politically. Now, I haven't dug into who who she is necessarily, Kate Corrine. But I bet you if you go dig through her Twitter feed or whatever social media platform of choice, that she has spent hours calling Trump supporters racist. She has spent hours calling anybody who disagrees with her a racist. So it's just nothing more satisfying to me than when the gun gets pointed at them. When I took this job on WYAB, one of the things I told Matt and the station owner was that, that man, look, it's we're at a depressing time right now. You know, the Democrats got full control of everything. It's just it's just sad situation. But one thing I know about the North American left wing nut job, one one thing I know is they don't do power well. They they will eventually get mad. Somebody will eventually get mad that they ain't getting theirs. And they will turn on one another. And when they do, I want to be sitting right here in this chair when it happens. Now, it's taken a couple of years. I thought it may have happened before now. But it's, it's where it has officially started. And it popped off with a bang with Palestine versus Israel. The left is officially at war within itself. You have racist white liberals coming out against black folks. Good God-fearing, hard-working authors writing books, just, you know, just being good folks. You know, now she's out here just attacking POCs. Let's go back and read this one more time. How many people of color did they squeeze into this one article here? Let's see here. The white author... I tell you, I'm not going to bore y'all counting. I'm going to count them during the break. And when we come back, we'll have a summary of how many times she said people of color. We'll be right back. This is The Clay Edwards Show. All right. Welcome back into The Clay Edwards Show. Let's go straight back. Oh, the answer is four. They mentioned people of color four times in that short article. And that was that wasn't even the whole article. That was just like the the caption on Instagram to get you to read the article. That was just a small excerpt. There was four paragraphs, so to say, and they used it in each paragraph. Um, unknown texter texts in and says some black people are offended to hear the word black from a white man's mouth. 
And I just my answer to that is then they should quit using it as a qualifying descriptor for everything. I mistyped and said energy thing. I meant everything. I mean, Black Lives Matter, Black TV, Black on, Black this, Black that, my Black, Black, Black. People are tired of it. Y'all wouldn't want to hear it if I said, if I put white in front of everything. Nobody wants to hear that constantly. It's just, I'm over it. I'm over it. But as long as that's the main thing I, I hear, so when when race is relevant for the conversation, I'm going to say black. Not, or I'm going to say black folks. Just like I'd say white folks. I, 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 folk, that's a, that is a polite way, respectful way for me to say it. I, you know, I don't know any other way to say it. I'm not calling you African Americans. I'm not calling you people of color. I just ain't going to do that. And dang sure not, you know, using anything that I think is blatantly offensive. All right, guys. Today was a fun show. I will see y'all back here tomorrow morning. Sean York run, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Peace out.